It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Tuesday morning, the 25th day for October. Yes, we are just seven days away from another rate rise hitting our way, compliments of the RBA via inflationary pressures. Of course, we are also winding down the year and looking to Christmas and the new year for a break from the last 12 months. But spare a thought if this doesn't apply to you because many people won't be heading away this Christmas for a break at all for the simple reason of what I just said, what is coming in seven days' time. The belt has to be tightened again. The state of the economy, especially inflation, we will get a sense of from the RBA in a handful of days. In the meantime, coming up, we are going to be talking with Carlos Cacho, who is back from Jardin, and having a look at some of those metrics, which are all part of the big equation. And I don't know if you saw this yesterday, almost $19 million worth of properties, including luxury waterfront properties, are going to be auctioned off by the Gold Coast Council as a last resort to recover owners' unpaid rates. Yes, you can't beat the system. When it comes to paying your rates, you just can't beat it. Domain reported yesterday that the council has scheduled in a public notice 22 properties for auctions at a Southport Conference Centre coming up on November the 3rd. That is not too far away at all. And there'll be plenty of people going along to see if they can pick up a bargain. But I wonder... I just wonder how many of these miraculously will be settled with the council for outstanding rates. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD. Selling smarter every day. All right, let's have a look at your weather on this Tuesday morning. First, we go to Sydney, expecting one or two showers, a possible storm in the forecast, and a high of 27 degrees. In Melbourne today, expecting showers also, your high of 23. In Brisbane, showers with a possible storm also, and your high of 29. And in Perth today, partly cloudy but it should be mainly dry and your top of 22 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. So as I mentioned, many mortgage holders are going to be having a very different Christmas this year compared to last. Of course, last year at this time, the rate rise pain was nowhere in sight and everybody was heading off into the sun at Christmas time to enjoy a much needed break. 
This Christmas, however, much different for a lot of people. And the culprit, the villain in all of this, is consumer spending, which has been out of control. When is the slowdown coming? Well, let's uh, welcome back Carlos Cacho from Jarden. He is the Chief Economist for Equity Research. And good morning to you, Carlos. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. As I mentioned, it's been a hell of a year for a lot of people, and when we started at the beginning of 2022, it was a very different beginning to how we're ending 2022. Yeah, certainly, it certainly was. There was, you know, I think still a lot of optimism and and jubilationists who were coming out of lockdowns. As everyone was kind of getting out there and spending again, getting back to normal life. And you know, as a result of that kind of economic boom we saw coming out of lockdowns, we've seen um, inflation pick up much more strongly than the RBA anticipated, and so they've hiked, uh, you know, started hiking rates well ahead of where they where they expected they would be um, last year or even at the beginning of this year. And we've already got two and a half percent of rate hikes under our belts. Now we're expecting we're going to get to about three percent by the end of this year, and that's going to be putting a lot of pressure on um, on some households, particularly those more recent borrowers with large mortgages as they head into Christmas. Yeah, and I want to talk about the economic growth and that slowdown, the brakes being applied. As mentioned, we're seven days away from another rate rise. Where do you think the RBA is heading into this seventh rise? Look, I think you know, it's, it's pretty clear from their recent communications, it's going to be another 25 basis point or 0.25% move. I think the hurdle to, to hike a, a larger going back to half percentage point moves is, is very high. In terms of where they end up, our base case remains that they will get to about 3.1% by the end of the year. So one more hike in November and another in December. But we do see some upside risk in 2023, potentially, you know, one or two more hikes to the upside. Um, you know, so around three and a half percent. But uh, we really struggle to see them getting any higher than that. Mm. And the lag effect, I want to talk about that, because the lag effect of these rate rises isn't really being felt for months after the rate rises are given. So given that the earlier rate rises have shown their effects, what is the RBA likely to be feeling at the end of October with what they're seeing in the economy? Well, look, it's still pretty early um, in the data. We haven't really seen any slowdown in the consumer yet in the in the kind of in the official measures of retail sales or consumption. We do know that there's about a two to three month lag before um, an RBA rate hike actually impacts consumer wallets. So that means we're not going to uh, consumers are not going to feel the effects of the rate hike we saw in September until December. In in our view, we're not going to see the sign of that moderation in spending really come through until the end of this year. So far, there's really not much evidence of it yet, aside from just sentiment being um, being quite low. We do think you're going to see that you know increase in mortgage repayments start to starting to be felt, and um, and seeing a bit of a softer consumer spending as we head into Christmas. Yeah, and it's all about spin, spin, spins. And given that right now this is the important Christmas spin which is coming up, what damage is that potentially going to do to markets that the RBA looks for in slowing down the expenditure rates? 
We are likely to see a fall in um, or a reduction in the growth in, in spending. Um, we know that the rate hikes we expect are, are effectively going to reduce household disposable income by about 5% on aggr- uh, in aggregate. For those households who are, you know, who are large mortgage borrowers, it's, it's going to be an increase in repayments of around 40%. So it is, um, it is pretty significant. One possibility, though, to the upside is that we could see people just putting it on plastic. You know, they may decide that, yes, the mortgage has gone up. I'm a bit shorter on cash than I'd like to be, but I want to keep Christmas alive and, um, and I'm going to put it on the credit card. And the risk there is that could make um, 2023 even, even worse if people are dealing with not only the effect of rate hikes and inflation, but also elevated uh, levels of consumer debt. These rate hikes are going to have a, a pretty material impact on a lot of households. You know, that's so true, isn't it? If people decided to chuck everything on the plastic and you had this massive blowout, I mean, there's potential there with all of these rate rises for all the good that the RBA is trying to do. That could really start the year off pretty awful. Yeah, certainly. You know, if you, um, you know, the level of credit card debt is still well down from where it was pre-COVID. We saw people take advantage of a lot of those, you know, stimulus, uh, superannuation with withdrawals, etc., to to pay down their uh, consumer debt. Um, so there is the ability for that to go up, but I think that's really a short-term sugar hit, if you will, because you know at the end of the day, the money's got to repaid and and be repaid. And as we know, credit card interest rates are are much higher than uh, than they are for for mortgages. So it is going to hurt households if they do decide to, um, to put it all on plastic. And the correcting property market, we know that they've fallen. We know that Sydney has certainly had a punch. Peak to trough, when do you see things easing and stabilising in these price drops? Yeah, our forecast for since about June has been for a 15 to 20% correction nationally. Based on the most recent core logic data, we've probably seen about 5% nationally. Sydney is getting closer to, it's probably around 10% now. In terms of where we see that stabilising, I think I think around the middle of next year, you'll probably see some stabilisation in the housing market. The key thing is really going to be the RBA and where do interest rates get to and when do they, when do they cap out? Um, that's the most important driver at the moment. And that's really overriding you know, anything else like the you know potential rebound in migration or the you know relatively strong wages and income growth that we're seeing in some sectors. It's really all about interest rates at the moment. Mm. And what about people turning properties over? Are you seeing or predicting that that is likely to lessen into the new year or as people tighten their belts and maybe hold and sit for longer periods before going to market? Yeah, absolutely. No, we're seeing um, we're seeing that in the data. We've seen um, home sales fall materially from their from their highs of last year. We've seen turnover in the market slow from above six percent to below four percent on a quarterly basis. The feedback we're getting from real estate agents that we speak to is that probably listings and volumes are tracking down twenty percent plus. Uh, for the spring selling season this year, you know, they're, they're telling me that really the only vendors they're talking to are those that are selling because they need to upgrade or they're selling because of a, a life change, like a divorce or, or death in the family. So you don't have those opportunistic vendors in the current market. And, you know, that that's going to, you know, I think what we're going to see is that we're going to see that volume of housing sales remain fairly soft until we see some stability in the market and, and potentially a recovery in the second half of next year. All right. Well, plenty of talking points there. Once again, thank you, Carlos, for coming back onto the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.